0: So how many people do you think play Wordle every day at this point?
1: Oh, when I wake up in the morning, I can have
0: coffee. Can you guess where the United States ranks among wordle playing countries?
1: I think two is the one that's so important. It's like the Margarita pizza.
0: And I think I chose that because I know I always do better than you.. Ah, ah. So the average person, it took almost five. You know what that word was, Kurt? Oh, boy, oh,
1: boy, oh, boy, am I happy, John. It's smart drivel time again. Kurt Schneider here, everyone, with...
0: John Ellenthal. I'm glad you're happy, Kurt. It's always fun to make a new episode of Smart Dribble with you.
1: Yes, I'm very excited that we are doing it. We are going to wax poetic. No, we're going to dig deep in analysis. No, we're going to talk about something.
0: Well, yeah, but I'm going to do it in a poetic waxing kind of way. And with real insight, you do however you want to do it, though.
1: If you're doing it in a waxing way, I'm going to do it in a waning
0: way. Wax on, wax off. How did that become such a cultural icon, that expression wax on, wax off? Because it makes sense. That's why, because it makes sense, because most of the things that become incredibly popular do so because they make sense. You know what's incredibly popular, Kurt? The game of Wordle.
1: Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. We're not alone in loving and liking this or loving it. It seems like everyone's doing it. Everyone.
0: So how many people do you think play Wordle every day at this point? I'd say it's probably 200,000. You are you're such a good guesser when it comes to these these kinds of things, but not this time. No. So you're off by a factor of ten. There are two and a half million people estimated who play Wordle every day, and it's probably more since this stat was published. Didn't it
1: start off with uh, last October with like five people, and then it went to twenty people, and then all of a sudden ninety thousand like that? And I didn't realize it's has gone that.
0: I'm sure that at one point there were five people, but yes, it was started in October of 2021. I think the guy's name was interestingly enough, but that wasn't his name, but his name is Josh Wardle. So it's Wardle with an A. So it was almost eponymous, but not. So Josh created it for his girlfriend so that they would have something to do together during pandemic non-doing times. And it wasn't until he shared it, I think, with friends and family on WhatsApp that he realized that, oh, my God, people go nuts for this thing. He released it to the public. And yes, the adoption rate was up and to the right with a very steep slope.
1: And The New York Times bought it in like two months or three months after that.
0: Yeah, I think they bought it probably a couple months ago, Kurt, and they paid what was reported as low seven figures. So we can assume he got at least a million dollars. And probably a little bit more, which is not bad for not a whole heck of a lot of work.
1: It is. And I can see why so many people put it It is so much fun. And I like everyone else looks forward to it. It's kind of like when I first started drinking coffee. Remember when you first started drinking coffee? I do. You were so excited. You go to bed at night and you're like, oh, when I wake up in the morning, I can have coffee. (laughs) Now you go to bed at night you say, when I wake up in the morning, I can play Wordle.
0: So is this true that when you were starting to drink coffee, you would go to bed at night fantasizing about the next morning's cup of coffee? Oh, yes. You didn't? No, but I when I wake up in the morning, I am very excited about my first cup of coffee, probably even more excited than I am to play Wordle. But I, you know what? I oftentimes, when I'm falling asleep, while coffee is not specifically called out, I do think about breakfast. And I have all of these fantastical ideas. But then I wake up and I'm not hungry. So I don't I don't really follow through on that. Because your subconscious has eaten all the things you've thought of. That's it. My subconscious is in a food coma. Therefore, so Wordle. So how long have you been playing Wordle?
1: I think since December, maybe. And you and I are Wordle buddies. That's now a thing where people send to other people their Wordle results every day. And I have now, at one point, I had about 15 different people I was doing this with. I think I've gotten it down to 10 now
0: or 11. Well, I don't feel special anymore, Kurt. Thank you for that. So the
1: question is, are you doing it? Am I sharing it because I'm bragging or am I sharing it because it's communal or am I sharing because it's fun? I don't know if it's bragging because I share it when I get five. Or six, or like sometimes I'll even get a four, which is pretty low, and I share
0: it. Ew, you got a four once? (laughs) They're going to pull back your Dartmouth diploma, Kurt. So Did it in two
1: today, John. Did it in two today.
0: Yes, it's in a two-day. That's a great feeling when you get it in two, and you're like, wow, how did I get from there to there? I've never gotten a one, and obviously people get it in one, but I assume some subset of them are actually cheating because they got the answer already. That being said, people do get it in one. And that's got to be a great feeling, perhaps a feeling good enough to compete with the fantasy of the next morning's coffee as you fall asleep.
1: Actually, I don't think so. I'm going to disagree with you there. Because I think if you get Wordle in one, it is there's no strategy at all. There's no intelligence. It's complete luck. I think two is the one that's so important. It's like the margarita pizza.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to explain that one, Kurt.
1: As I've mentioned to you in the past and to our listeners, the margarita pizza is the hardest pizza to make because you can't hide behind anything. There's no sausage and meatball and eggplant and pepperoni and onions and mushrooms. It's plain and pure and simple. So it's the hardest. So we're going to, you've already got the guess is one and it's the hardest thing to do.
0: Yeah. So you're kind of suggesting that two is harder than one.
1: By far.
0: <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. It's like a margarita pizza. Do you think anyone's ever mentioned has, has ever analogized the game of Wordle with a margarita pizza ever before in human history? At least dating back into October twenty. You got a shot, Kurt, here of actually having broken new ground in humankind with that one.
1: So, like anything that is. Popular and good and exciting because people are lemmings and copycats. Just like when a cool format comes out for a TV show, there's a gazillion TV shows just like it. There are so many spin offs of Wordle right now.
0: There are, but before we get to some of them, because some of them are very creative, I think you were starting to talk about why the game is so popular and why you share the results. And I do think there's a communal aspect, and the fact that everybody is playing the same game every day allows us to share in ways that other games don't allow us to share. I do think there's FOMO because you see it all over Twitter and other places. You're like, what's going on here? I want to be a part of that. And I think the brilliant part about the game's design, and I think Josh had done work at Reddit earlier in his career, earlier in his life. And I think he learned a lot about you know design choices to keep things simple from that experience. At least I I think I've seen some interviews to that effect, but the fact that there's only one a day, Maintains this. You can't get sick of it. So there's a scarcity to it that I think keeps it fresh. I mean, if you and I banged away, like we used to play a game, Whirly Word, on our iPhones, and it's, I still it's, do. yeah, but it's very, it's addictive, but you could play like 50 games in a row. And then you're like, I don't want to pick that back up for a while.
1: So there's a game called Word Master, which is just like Wordle. You have six tries to try to guess the five letter word. Everything's the same as. Wordle, except you can play as many rounds as you want.
0: Does it have the same sharing feature as Wordle? It probably does. I think that's a key component to it. You're right. Well, you know, it's interesting. Josh did not build the sharing feature in it first. It was, he actually noticed people sharing their results on Twitter by blocking the letters and just showing the colors. And he then built in that feature. And that probably more than anything has had to do with the, you know, incredible Popularity of the game in a short period of time, but what's interesting was he didn't build that feature in from the get-go.
1: It's funny because you think that that's exactly what makes it so popular because it is so shareable, and you want to. You don't want to just do it. You know, if a tree falls in the woods, if you solve Wordle in the, by yourself, did you really solve it? People need well, to know. Yeah,
0: I think you probably did. The question <laughs> is whether you were eating a margarita pizza at the time or not.
1: The question is, do you think? And we'll get to the other Wordle spin-offs, but in general. Has this exploded games or like are more people watching Jeopardy now because of Wordle? Are more people playing, you know, Mastermind or these other games or whatever it is because of Wordle? Are more people doing crossword puzzles because of Wordle?
0: You know what? I would be shocked if they were. I think that the interest in Wordle is limited to Wordle and probably has not sparked horizontal interest, maybe in some cases. But no, I don't think it's sparked... A dramatic uplift uptake in game playing oh, I think it has do you have any evidence of that?
1: Well, I think besides all the all the variations of it which we 're going to talk about. I do think it, is, it has gotten people more excited about playing games, games that challenge them mentally. We all hear about, you know, way to stave off dementia when you get older is to play these games, to do crossword puzzles. And I think this just has just exploded. It's like the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock and the women came and go talking to Michelangelo.
0: Okay, well, I accept your argument. I don't know which one of us is right. I would be surprised if it did in any large scale. What is interesting, though, is we have seen a corresponding explosion in the demand for margarita pizzas.
1: That's the way it works, right? At the same time, you can eat a margarita pizza while you are playing Wordle. I have a question for you, John. So as I mentioned earlier, I did Wordle in two today.
0: Yes, you did mention that. Uh, But
1: I I had a polarity of emotions when I finished it. Wow. The first was I was very excited. I got it in two and I wanted to share it with everyone. The second was one, a bit of sadness, because like that coffee, when you finish drinking, it and the grounds run out and there's no more. I was looking forward to doing wordle this morning. And I did it very early because I'm getting up earlier these days to change my body clock. And I uh, did it so quickly. It was done.
0: Well, isn't that like the big argument between, you know, having a Snickers bar, which you eat pretty quickly versus something like M&Ms or Skittles or Reese's Pieces that you have to go through and take many more bites. One is is a short burst of pleasure. The other is more attenuated or to use a word from a recent episode, elongated. It's just a different kind of experience. And why do we have to judge one as better than the other? Why don't we just accept them as today's Wordle experience? So you and I
1: enjoy playing quartal and Octurtle.
0: Well, I don't play Octurtle, and I do want to get to the derivative games, but I want to continue to push it off at the same time. I'm having a polarity of responses, but I have a reason, Kurt. I want to tell you something, and then I want to uh, share some really cool information with you about Wordle. The first is I only share my Wordle results with you and my wife, Suzanne, so I'm not like spitting this out there to 10 or 15 people. Ah, Okay. And I think it's because, well, I've chosen the two of you as my competitive cohort and I will gauge how I did that day. And, and I think I chose that because I know I always do better than you. So I'm <laughs> I'm getting, except for today. So I'm guaranteed to get a little release of, of, of dopamine when I look at my no, no, score no, no. versus your score.
1: Okay. So what did you want to talk about before I can get to the derivatives?
0: Yeah, I'm still on the main course, and you want to get to the derivative. So I'm not ready to leave the entree here of Wordle. And by the way, entree is a five-letter word and would be a very difficult Wordle word because of the three E's.
1: How game-changing was it for you when you found out that a letter can be used twice?
0: Well, it wasn't game-changing for me because I never assumed like you that every letter could only be used once. So I didn't go through this aha moment when I realized, wow, there are five-letter words that use the same letter more than once that could be the answer to that day's Wordle puzzle. So the hardest word so far on Wordle yeah. was on January 18th. yeah, And the average score was 487 So the average person, it took almost five. You know what that word was, Kurt? Proxy. Proxy. What's interesting is the next day, January 19th, was the easiest word ever with an average score of 3.48, a full point and a half or, you know, guess and a half less. And that word was point, P-O-I-N-T. Both began with P. Interesting enough, and, and because you recognize patterns like nobody's business, you quickly recognize that they both started with P, which is interesting because you probably wouldn't, if you had proxy the day before, come back with another P I'm word. Saying. Despite that, it was still the easiest word. Do you know what the luckiest day in Quirtle so far has been? And I define luckiest day by the highest number of people, the highest percentage of players to get it in one.
1: Did you say Wordle or Quartle? Because you said
0: Quartle. I, I meant to say Wordle if I said Quartle. Okay. But I will, I will divide whatever I say by four. So we're back in Wordle land. So on February 2nd, 2.9% of players guessed it on one, which I find unbelievable. What was the word? The word was among your favorite words, Kurt. Moist. I remember that day. I think It was I got a it moist day.
1: You know, there is a way to cheat, however, though. Do you know that different devices start fresh? So you, if you do it and you get it on your iPhone, right, you can then go on your computer and get it and it starts over again. So you can cheat, but that wouldn't be right.
0: All right. So before we get to the derivatives, which I continue to advertise here with the teaser, what is your personal strategy, Kurt, for getting this started? Do you have one word you always start with? Do you try to get a bunch of vowels in there? How do you do it, Kurt? Interesting you should say that. So Will Schwartz,
1: who is the longtime editor of the New York Times Crossword Puzzle, came out with something, and he said he uses arise every time. Someone else said they use adios every time. Ah. I tried that because they have three vowels in it. I try also to come up with words that have three vowels, but I don't like to use the same word every time. I like to just see what hits me. Lately, the last two days in a row, I've used the word ideal which is why I did so well this morning, but I've used ideal. But someone today told me that actually the strategy is opposite because your mind can read words without vowels in them, right? When they put them together, it's actually smarter to leave the vowels out and try to get as many consonants out. That's a mind-blowing change in strategy.
0: Yeah, it's probably not a great way to play. So that's how I play. I I don't maximize the number of vowels, and nor do I start with the same word every day. I'm a bit more of a feel player, but I do believe that if I can get the consonants right, I'm more likely to figure it out. However, there's a fair bit of data that suggests that I'm wrong, although I will continue to play the way I'm playing because for me, that's it's more fun, and apparently this is for fun. So the reason that the editor of the New York Times Crossword Puzzle starts with a rose every day is that the five most popular letters in five-letter words in English are, in order, A-E-R-O-S. However, if you figure out which of those letters is most likely to appear in the first position or second position or third position based on all of the five-letter words in the English language, the number one word to start with is a rose, A-R-O-S-E. So if you start there, you've given yourself the best start. But to me, that's taken a little bit of the fun out of the game.
1: That's why I'm never going to use that word to start. Never. You heard it here first. And I'm not going to make anything else but a margarita pizza. Okay, I will. But I'm so, not going to use
0: a rose just for that because I like to compete. All right. So I'm going to I'm, I'm continue to play my way. And before we move on oft-teased promised derivatives, do you know, Kurt, how many five-letter words there are in the English language? I do. 4,265,387. Let me ask you a follow-up question. Are you insane? Okay. So, believe it or not, Kurt, there are only 12,000 five-letter words in the English language. However, a lot of those words are legitimately obscure to the point that No one's ever seen them before. And people would be super pissed if they were the actual answers. So Josh Wardle went through originally and he pared the list down to words that someone could actually get. And so there's only like there's only like twenty five hundred possible answers. So it does raise the question of what happens once we've used most of the words. You might remember a word that was from the middle of February that pissed off a lot of people in America because it's more of a British word. And that was the word bloke. So people went nuts, but that was on the list of 2,500. I got and that in 2 the, you, You've got a thing about two. You probably could have gotten in one, but you said, I'm not going to do it in one. I'm going to start with broke because it's more satisfying to get it in two because I quote unquote figured it out as opposed to "guest." So you started with broke and then went to bloke. That was smart, Kurt. I've only
1: not gotten it once. And then there was another time I almost didn't get it, but you gave me a bunch of clues to help me. So there was twice that I had trouble.
0: So there is a Twitter account called Wordle Stats that every day, based on all of the answer boards that are posted on Twitter, basically try to figure out what percentage of the game player population, at least among those that posted on Twitter, Got it in one versus two versus three, all the way down to didn't get it at all. Okay. Perhaps you'll check that out at some point, Kurt, especially on those days where you get Wordle too fast. It'll allow you to extend your Wordle experience.
1: Oh, because I'm going to play one of the derivatives.
0: Well, that's what you do after you get Wordle too fast. So of all the countries out there where people play Wordle, can you guess where the United States ranks among Wordle playing countries? Number one well, I'm surprised and sorry and slightly embarrassed to report that the United States comes in as country number eighteen in the world in terms of which I think is dismal, not a five letter word, but we're Total at eighteen people
1: playing or percentage of people that play no playing?
0: of the people that play from each of these countries. How many guesses on average does it take the people in that country to get the right answer? In America, it takes us, I actually have the number here, Kurt, in America, it takes us on average 3.92 guesses to get the right answer, whereas the king of the world, the king of the wordle world, rather, is Sweden. Mhm. Only takes them 3.72 guesses. We're actually behind China, which gets it in 3.89. Uh, I assume it's the, the English speaking people and these are just people who live in China and play Wordle,
1: but it's in English. There's no Chinese Wordle
0: or Swedish That's right. Wordle.
1: We should get the best Wordle player to play against IBM Big Blue in Wordle to see who gets it first. Yeah,
0: well, IBM Big Blue would kick the ass of any human so fast that it wouldn't be funny. Before we get to the derivatives, do you want to know which states, which state is best in the U.S., the 18th country in the world at Wordle proficiency? Without a doubt, it's Minnesota. Well, you're not correct. However, however, I do think When I get to my questions about which cities in America are best at wordling, is that a thing? Wordling? Probably not. I believe that a Minnesota city might be number one, but the state of Minnesota is not. In fact, the nearby state of North Dakota leads the U.S. It is the number one state in wordle play. Their average guess, 3.65, well above the national number of 3.92.
1: They're using their words, right? That's when they were younger and they were having tantrums. All their parents said, use your words. Yeah, there are a
0: handful of states that that have their average, just a handful that have an average of over four guesses. I'm looking for the worst state in the country at Wordle. And it
1: appears with governor.
0: Alaska is one of the states above four. It looks like Alaska and Nebraska. Which rhyme, of course, and there's probably some importance there. Well, you
1: know why? Cause they have to ask a help.
0: They have to ask. That's very good. They have to phone a friend and ask for help. Now ask a uh, help. Ask-a. Ask-a. No, I got it. That's clever, Kurt. I'm, I was playing with it too, but I, I got it. Thank you. They both come in at 4.22. Now the tiebreaker is the per capita consumption of margarita pizza. I'll have to look that up later.
1: This gets me to all these crazy derivatives. What's proven the popularity of this game, besides all those great stats you came up with, is that... I didn't come up
0: with them. I didn't make them up, Kurt. No, that you have unearthed for us and shared with us. But don't you want to know which city in the country is best at Wordle? Pittsburgh. When you guessed Minnesota as the number one state, St. Paul. St. Paul, Paul, 3.51. That is awesome. Do you want to talk at all about any of the derivative games that have been created? Derivatize me, Kurt.
1: So like any successful game product, whatever, there are derivatives always of it, right? Baseball, there's wiffle ball. (laughs) (laughs) I play with some friends about four of them. One is Quartal, which we've the aforementioned Quartal. There are four games At the same time, the four words you have to get, four different words. I love me
0: my Quirtle.
1: Uh-huh. Four different words, and you're very good at it. But the trick is you can only, you have to put in the same guess word for each of the four and get it. Then there's octurtle, which are eight. And at least you have 13 chances on that one. It's a little hard to play on the phone. The first time I played it, I forgot the two of them were even in there. I didn't scroll (laughs) down far enough, and I didn't get it. You played six Turtle. There, exactly. There's quartal, there's octural, and then there are random. Well, there's one that's called Ludl, which are L-E-W-D-L-E, which are potty mouth words.
0: Oh, I want to play uh, that. Yeah. Hang on, Kurt. Let me write that down. I haven't yeah. played Ludl. I have played Hurdle once. Have you played Hurdle? Which is yes. like name that tune. You win by guessing the song in the like the shortest possible audio clip. I've also played nurdle, which is a math version of, but I played that a bunch of times. It wasn't as fun.
1: And I'm not a math guy, so I've never played it. There's also another hurdle spelled differently, H-U-R-D-L-E, which is the same as the original wordle, except on the side, it tells you yellow or green if you have it right, you know, in the right place or the right word, but it doesn't tell you where the word is, where the letter is. Uh. So it tells you if you have one in the right place or you have one that's right, but in the wrong place, but it doesn't tell you where hurdle very hard H U R D L E. Then there is the popular, which I am terrible at world W O R L D L E. They give you a country or a territory, just its shape. And you have to guess in six guesses what the country or territory is. And if you're wrong, it tells you how many kilometers you're away from the correct one and in which direction it is uh, from the country. You guess
0: sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm going to play that one.
1: There's many more. There's absurdal, which tries <laughs> to get you to not get the word.
0: It tries to get uh, you to not get the word. Yeah. Oh, I got that in zero then.
1: With every answer, the game will, be, will reveal as little about the word as it can.
0: Absurdal. You know, we could have named this podcast Absurdal.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Do you feel good that you finally got around to talking about the derivatives of Wordle? I do,
1: because I use some of them, not all of them, but I'm just fascinated and how quickly it became a cottage
0: industry. What was your Wordle score today, Kurt? <laughs> dose, baby dose. And in the world of Kurt, getting it in two is better than getting it in one. It is. You know what the scary thing is? I actually understand your argument. Thank you. and I, I actually find there's merit in that argument. So with that, now that, now that the world is up, my world is off its rocker. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Wordle. Thank you to all of our listeners. Kurt and I will be back next week with another episode of Smart Drivel. Until then, we hope your week is filled with smart drivel and wordle and quirtle and nerdle and hurdle and absurdle and loodle.
1: <laughs> Bye everyone.
0: Have a good week. Bye-bye.